Solutions Brewing podcast somehow uh, online, which is <laughs> actually I was getting used to doing them in person, so this is feels almost a little bit awkward. I know, my fault. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Way to go, Brandon. Well, I it was also really cold outside. I didn't feel like traveling that much. Really so. cold. It's but, like minus one. Hey, it was like double digits last week in the positives, and now it's the other way. It's it's no. <laughs> Welcome to spring. Yeah. It's minus eight right now, Brendan. Jeez. Anywho. Yeah. So today we're going to talk about our favorite brewing ingredients and why we like to brew with them. And for anybody else that wants to know what the weather was like exactly a week and a half ago. Right. It was pretty yeah, impressive. It did hit like plus 22 or something like that last week. And then today's minus yeah. six. So we got a ridiculous yeah, bloody Alberta like, weather 26 just... 28 degree swing yeah so anyway what are we talking about favorite ingredients to use while brewing so malt or a hop or a whatever you, whatever, whatever fruit addition or whatever you want to talk yeah whatever really yeah um i'll start i guess um my favorite one is i actually like brewing with ginger I think ginger comes through in beer really nicely. Um, it does take a little you bit. You have of extra, used it in many beers. It does take some extra work to get it to work nicely. Um, I've had, I've tried to make it easier by using like extracts, but extracts taste terrible. I don't like how they taste. Um, so I, I, I take the time to go, I go to the grocery store, buy whatever ginger I need. I actually shave shave the little skin off and then I cut them up and then I blend it to make kind of like a puree and then I add it to fermentation and I've done that for just straight ginger beers I've added it to stout style beers and I've added to I've done a strawberry or not strawberry a raspberry ginger beer and that came out really well um, mm-hmm. that one I give credit to my sister because she's like why don't you do this I'm like that sounds weird. I'm like, let's do it. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I guess that one's my favorite one. That's the one I like to use the most. But I don't know. I, I guess even just any kind of fruit, I just like adding, adding that to the beer. I think it just gives it a, a different type of sweetness instead of like a malt sweetness is very cloying. It's like it's just super sugary, feels cloying. And I find the fruit kind of helps cut that down a bit but keeping it still a little bit sweet and you still get to maintain a little bit of that bitterness without without it being overpowering kind of deal you know yeah yeah it's like a ginger adds like a sharpness like you're right like it kind of cuts through uh like the other ingredients in a beer so if you've got something that's again like very sweet or something like that the ginger kind of like pierces like i remember your uh uh, your stout that you made for the competition in uh, December, like that, uh, like that actually, like that ginger was a really nice addition to the beer because uh, it was like you had the orange and you had the spices in it too. So it it uh, it was very uh, apparent in the beer, and I really liked it. Yeah, I find it gives it a little bit of a spice to it as well. Mm-hmm. It's just, yeah, it's not like yeah, I don't know. It's just. That's one of my favorites. I like dealing with it. It's not that hard. Well, not that hard to use it as a pain in the ass to. Uh, uh, well, the fresh ingredients always are. So it's a bit of a pain in the ass to uh, 
oh my god, what am I trying to say? Shave it, basically, is what I do. Shave it, shave that skin off because uh, because it's a crazy root, so it's got all these weird shapes and stuff. So it's hard to kind of get every little nook and cranny. But yeah, it is what it yeah, is. Because like you can just take a knife to it and just chop it, but then usually you're wasting a lot uh, if you do if if you just do it that way. Yeah, I, I actually use it. a spoon. So I use a spoon and just kind of scrape it off. It actually works quite well. And then mm. and then I use a knife to chop it up into little pieces and then blend it. Um, mm. That's a pro tip, by the way, because if you just throw the ginger in, <clears throat> into the blender, ginger has like these long, skinny, fibrous strands, and they will wrap around the motor. They'll wrap around the blade, and then they'll... Okay. They'll, yeah, they'll basically help overheat your... Uh, overheat the blender which i've done i've killed one. Oh no <laughs> yeah so uh, i do recommend chopping them up into kind of more manageable pieces so that uh, those little fibrous threads can't uh, can't cause you any trouble hmm interesting yeah. uh brenda i think i might have talked over you there for a second were you gonna chip uh, chip in with something oh yeah i was just gonna say the like typically you address the cloying sweetness of the malt with a hop addition and then trying to balance it that way. But if you don't want whatever particular hop flavor is coming through, then yeah, you're you're looking at fruit or spices or some of the other ways that all the all the brewers of history have used to address this. Yeah, or but you can complement it too, right? You can have some hop that gives like orange orange or tangerine flavor and that, that goes well with ginger, because you get ginger and orange. Um, mm -hmm. or you can like, you know, add additional citrusy notes to it through the hop. So you can kind of focus more on the kind of whatever other flavors you want from the hop instead of just the bitterness. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Hmm. And depending well, on what season you might be able to achieve the flavor you want at a, a better price than buying it and trying to get it through the hops. Right? Yeah. And ginger is always cheap, so. And very plentiful. Yeah. Yes. Uh, speaking of which, Brent, uh, Brendan, what is your favorite ingredient to brew with? <laughs> I'm going to go with the uh, jackass answer. Barley, hops, <laughs> yeast, <laughs> and crystal clear mountain goat. Wow. Oh, you can really taste the goat. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I mean... I'm I'm looking back through my brew target here to see what I've made the most of and what I've done the most of, um, and, and it's the missing piece, obviously. But other than that, uh, the other beers I've had a lot of fun with, like my hashtag PSA, um, and so working with just kind of those pumpkin spices, and uh, I'm I'm not as a puritan to go get the fresh ginger, but just using like powdered ginger, powdered nutmeg uh and other stuff like that is kind of a cool addition to the beer just using typical spices i haven't done a lot of it i've enjoyed the couple times i've done it although the, as we mentioned on a previous podcast the one winter spice ale was also part of my greatest failures turned <laughs> partial successes after two years so it takes practice sometimes yeah, I, to do. you gotta do it be like oh nope and then no that's and that's then you exactly. can think of ways to fix it up, right? So, 
I, I need to and spend more time practicing with it and, and just trying these different uh, combinations. I mentioned before, I don't brew as much as I really should to hone in on some of this stuff. So, Right. Though you are going to change that here soon. Yeah. Very soon. Working on it. <laughs> Yourself, Steve? So I actually have two. Uh, for very for very different reasons, um, a minor one I like to use and a major one that I like to use. Um, so one of the hops I I just adore using, and I used it for like for I well I still use it a lot. Um, is Fuggles? I love the taste of Fuggles hops. Um, and it's a one that you don't see a lot in like current uh. Uh, brewing you know it's not it's it's not a very it's an old world hop so it's got a uh, got a like kind of an earthy kind of piney more traditional hop flavor to it so you don't see it a lot in like west coast ipas or hazy ipas or anything like that and, and even then it's not really used uh extensively as like a, an aroma or flavor hop it's basically just like a bittering hop and that's it but fuggles is uh it's like one of the old, old styles, like almost like a Hallertau that just exists. And it was discovered in the, I think the, like the late 1800s or something like that. It's just been around forever. And it eventually, you know, became like Willamette is a version of Hubble, uh, Fuggles hops. And what really drew me to the first time was it, it had a funny name. And then I just brewed with it a lot. And I was like, I really, really like this hop. So... I keep on trying to make beers with Fuggles all the time. <laughs> uh, actually, I haven't brewed one in a while with it uh, for it or anything like that. But um, generally, like you use Fuggles in like English ales or uh, a, a lot of well, it's from England originally, so it's in a lot of English style beers, amber ales, uh, ESBs, that sort of thing. Um, and then uh, the problem was actually. Uh, I stopped using it at my local supply store because the uh, I, I do like basically smash beers with them. Like it'd be similar malts, and then the single hop would be Fuggles. Uh, the percentages on them that they were getting though uh, for the alpha acid content was so low, it was like in the two to three percent range. <laughs> uh, that I it, it was almost useless to use as a bittering hop because you'd have to add so much to the brew to get the bittering. So it's like I can put in two ounces of Fuggles as a bittering hop, or I could put in half an ounce of like the Magnum I have or something else, I, I, or like a quarter ounce. So, uh, so yeah, like, but a lot of my early beers and all that, a lot, a lot of Fuggles. Yeah. And then... Yeah, I guess at that low percentage, you got to use them kind of more in the middle. Yeah, and more, more is the aroma part of the boil or the uh, flavor part of the boil right at the end. Like a fit, uh, thirty minute or a fifteen minute addition, um, but the other ingredient that I love using is Irish moss. It's because the so so there's a uh, for those uh, uh, listening on the podcast, Irish moss is not an ingredient like a, a beer ingredient. It's a clarification ingredient. Uh, so you put it in right at the end of the boil and it helps clear out uh, the beer. So you get like that crystal clear looking beer. So you can either do it with Irish moss 
or more commercially what they use is called whirl flock tablets which are made of uh, Irish moss and it's I think it's like the agar or something that's in the seaweed basically like clumps together all the impurities and they drop out uh, and then there's a debate on whether or not you need to basically like rehydrate the Irish moss before you put it in or not they say that basically like it activates it and all that and the, the, there's been back and forth and no one's really known it but I started doing it and I love the smell of the seaweed before I put it into the beer. I've tried using it before and I I don't know. I don't like it. I don't even use Whirlflock. So, uh, like, we've heard this, again, from the our good friend at Atlas, that on the larger scales, it actually does make a difference if you want that clarity in your beer. Mm. Uh, for homebrew, not so much. But no, like, I'm talking, like, the smell, though. I love the smell of seaweed because it reminds me of being on the east coast because like getting up in like like because i lived in halifax for a couple years uh that's that salty briny smell in the morning like it's like oh yeah yeah that's good or you know as a kid going to the beaches and like picking up clumps of seaweed and throwing them at like other cousins and all that (laughs) kind of fun stuff uh (laughs) like it just reminds me of that so i like when i'm uh making beer or whatever to have basically like my little thing of uh irish moss rehydrating like that you know i put it start started hydrating about 20 minutes left of my boil so by the 10 minute mark and just dump it in and i always just put my nose like right down into it and take a big just a big smell in and oh it it transports me (laughs) Uh, and then it goes in the beer and you don't detect it at all and it goes away but that that moment there that's that's for me yeah i was gonna say that's a uh, brewer's special moment because that does not come through in the beer that would only come through on the brew day yeah only on the brew day and it again on like homebrew scale it does i think help but not really help but it kind of does but it's i don't know that's it, it it's a good smell <laughs> Yeah, that's that's what uh, that's what I like to brew with. Sweet. So nice. This kind of makes for a nice short episode, nice short post Easter episode. People yeah be recovering from Easter. Listening to this because yeah, like we're uh, well, two out of three of us are traveling. Uh, one of us is supposed to be packing right now, uh, but he's doing this podcast instead. Working on. It. I'm also looking back through my brew target recipes and noticing that everything I have in my super good folder is mm-hmm. basically made with Fuggles or Willamette. So, yay! <laughs> basically uh, on the same same path there, except for like a couple, like my Kolsch is made with Saz. Yeah, I, I knew. I remember that you used Saz a lot in your early beers. Def- yeah. definitely a lot of Fuggles representation. Mm-hmm. Plus, it has such a cool name. It's fun. and it Rob and Rob came up with a really good beer name uh, for like a smash Fuggles ale, which was for uh, fug up, forget about it. Fug it was it, fug it. Fug it. <laughs> yeah. and, that, and people, that's with a G, not a CK. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This yeah. is a, <laughs> yeah. fucking family podcast. Come on, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Christ, <laughs> I think we've well established this is not a family podcast. No. Oh boy. 
All right. Well, hope everybody had a good Easter. And if they want to write yep. and tell us about how good of an Easter they had and the many fine beers they enjoyed, how can they reach us? Rob? Oh, I get to do the intro and the outro. Oh. You get to both, yeah. do both. Yeah. But it's only because the intro is a little half-assed. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Uh, so they can reach us on our website, solutionsbrewing.com, or they can uh, contact us on email, noproblems.solutionsbrewing.com, or on Instagram and Facebook at solutionsbrewingco. Excellent. Yep. Well, thanks everyone for joining us today, and uh, we will talk to you next time. Thanks, everyone. Take care. Take care, everyone. Play the music, Rob. <laughs>